Hi everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stock Talk, where we talk about all things investing related to the whole domain of buying and selling stocks. My name is Amin Reina, and I'm an investment coach and founder of Sage Investors. And as an investment coach, what I do is I help people who are striving to be, trying to strive to be more financially independent, but are frustrated and intimidated by the whole investing process and just the general lack of traction that they're finding in their portfolios. So what I do as an investment coach is I teach people, I mentor people on how to make more successful investment decisions so they can achieve that certain element of financial security. So in today's episode, uh, this is episode 71, and today is actually kind of a cool episode. I've actually been looking forward to this one because it's about viewer mail. Since I've been actually, you know, when I started uh, Stock Talk, it was very much, I just, these were Periscope episodes that I just saved on video. And the last few months I've been just uh, taking the audio out and doing and uh, publishing these as podcast formats. Since I've gone to the podcast format, it's amazing how many questions that I get now. I get a lot more questions uh, from people because more people are listening, which is great. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And uh, so I thought I would take this episode and try to, you know, maybe on a regular basis, try to answer some of these questions. And because I think there's a lot of insight that people can gain um, from some of these questions. These are great questions, and I think a lot of people can learn from them as well. So I thought I'd, I'd share them with you. So I got a couple of questions here I want to go through today. And the first one is, the question is, what kind of stocks should an 18-year-old be investing in? Pretty big question and a pretty important question. The first thing I want to say about it is good for you. Um, for the person who, thank you for the person who, who asked this question. Uh, thank you very much for asking this question and good for you for even thinking about it. If you're 18 years old and you're thinking about investing and thinking about the concept, oh, I should be buying, I should be investing in stocks. That's a huge thing because I know when I was 18, I, you know, I was going into university. So I was thinking about learning how to invest and learning about finance and stuff like that, but I didn't actually do anything. So the fact that you actually got yourself in that mindset to think that is great because the big thing you've got going for you is time and your time horizons are going to be much, much bigger. And also the opportunities for you to make good investment decisions are going to be much greater. So um, time is on your side and the fact you want to make those decisions, you're looking at that is a great thing. Now. The question I want to ask you is that my answer is going to be first is to ask you a question. And that is, great, you want to learn how to invest and stuff like that. Awesome. Now the question I have is, what's convinced you that you should be buying stocks? Like, you know, is it your friends telling you that you should be buying stocks? You know, is it just, you're just aware of, or just very much aware of what, how things evolve and, you know, later stages in life and stuff like that. Um, it's an important question to ask. It's like, why do you like, why do you even want to be investing in stocks? Knowing for the fact that, hey, you know what? Stocks are risky. There's a pretty good chance that you might lose money and you might lose some or all of your money. And the question I ask you then is, are you okay with that? Are you okay with the prospect of losing money? Because it's gonna happen when you invest. There's gonna be, you're gonna make some amazing investment decisions, but you're gonna make some really crappy ones. And and there's gonna be times where the stock market's gonna be great, uh, booming and booming like it is right now. And there's gonna be times where it's gonna be just flat and just dropping. And if you're not cool with the parts where the things get a little tight and a little get a bit ugly, then you need to ask yourself whether I should be investing in stocks like all the time. So it's an important question. And given that you're you know, at your age, you're only 18 years old, 
It's a really important question that you need to ask yourself right now. A lot of times when I tell people, you know, I teach people how to invest and I teach people how the fundamentals of investing, first thing people ask me is, is oh my God, you know, how to, you know how to invest, great. I've got $20,000, um, I want to invest in stocks, what stock should I be buying in? Or I got like 20,000, I got, uh, you know, just a severance package, I want to put it in, I want to invest it for the long term, what, should, what ETFs should I buy? Everybody comes asking for sort of the end game, the end result. And the thing about investing is, and this is again, this is important for, 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 for this gentleman um, who you know, is just, you know, in his 18 years old, is that investing is a journey. It's, a, it's like running a marathon. It's a long distance kind of race. And it's really important when you set out on your journey, on your investing journey, that you make sure you're on the right path. And I talk a lot about this paths, about being on the right investing path. Um, I actually did a webinar uh, almost a month or so, five, six weeks ago, talking about this uh, investing path, finding your investing path. Uh, and so you can check it out. Um, it's on uh, iTunes. If you want, you can check it out. Uh, check out the webinar. I put the webinar on, uh, on the podcast form there so you can check it out. But a lot of times when people start off investing, they just go, okay, I need to buy stocks. So they go out and buy a whole bunch of stocks. Their buddy told them to go buy Snapchat, go buy Uber, or, you know, not Uber, but go buy Apple. You just go buy kind of like in things. And so they, they embark on a journey, but then things don't work out. All of a sudden, those stocks that they were told were gonna go up, they don't go up, things start going down, and they're not getting the traction that they have in the portfolio. And all of a sudden, they feel like they were on a path and you know do, trying to do the right thing and the next thing you know, they're in a ditch. And a lot of times, the reason why they end up in a ditch is because they're not asking that, they're trying, they, had, they didn't answer that fundamental question when they started their journey. And the fundamental question is, is how much time are you really willing to commit to learning how to invest? How much time are you willing to commit to analyzing, evaluating stocks, individual stocks, the companies, because it's a lot of work. There's a lot of work, and you know what? If you couldn't, if you're willing to put in the time and put in the effort to learn about investing, to analyze companies, to make investment decisions on your own kind of thing, perfect. There's a path for you. There's a path for you to do that. But for a lot of people, a lot of people just can't be bothered to invest. And I'm talking to this gentleman here. You're 18 years old. You know, you got a whole lot of stuff going on around you in your life. You know, you're starting to get into sort of like your prime kind of time in your in your life. Is investing really that big an uh, importance for you at this stage. And if it isn't, that's okay. Don't panic. There's, there's a path for you down, there's, a, there's another path for you um, on your investing journey. Maybe it's more instead of doing all the work yourself, maybe get, get uh, use something like a robo-advisor service, invest small pots of money. Maybe you're not gonna have a heck of a lot of money to invest in usually at the start. If you're going to school, trying to find a job and all that stuff, it's pretty tough. So maybe just starting off very small and just putting in, in into a couple of ETFs, very passive, very vanilla based ETFs. Maybe that's a better path for you than just buying individual stocks because all your friends are buying individual stocks. It's really important, especially, you know, if you're just starting out, whether you're 18 years old or 25, 30, whatever years old, it's really important that you get on the right investing path because if you get on the right investing path, it's gonna determine the types of um, investments you're gonna make and it's also gonna determine the successful, the success level of the investments that you're gonna undertake. So that's the first important part. So I'm not, so I'm answering your question, what, you know, what kind of stock should an 18 year old investment? You can't answer that question until you figure out what path you want to go on. 
And then once we figure out what path you want to go down, then you have to start building your competencies. And then I call these competencies the triple E, in that you got to start educating yourself about you know, the intricacies of buying and selling stocks or the intricacies of how to evaluate ETFs, depending again what path you go on. You got to be engaged in the process. And then you got to be empowered. You got to be confident when you're making those investment decisions. And so these are a lot of elements. People ask me, Amon, what do you do as an investment coach? Um, you know, I, yeah, I get people to, I want to get people to be more financially independent, but the mechanisms to do that are all about elevating people's competencies, getting people more educated, engaging in the process and getting ultimately being more empowered when you're making your investment decisions. Those are usually the core competencies of successful investors. So you really, before you start going out and open up your brokerage account and, you know, start diving into buying Facebook stock, understand you need to have kind of that roadmap you need to figure out your path you need to figure out kind of your plan you need to put together a bit of a plan or an ideology of sort of like your rules of engagement how you're going to go about buying and selling stocks or maybe not maybe you, if you don't want to bother investing taking a more passive approach to buying etfs you need to kind of build a plan and that the reality is you're 18 years old you're not going to do it on your own you're probably going to need somebody to help you out so chances are you know work with a financial planner a fee-only planner or a coach um, who can get you focused on getting you on the right investing path and then also ultimately laying that infrastructure for you to start building your competencies. So that's really what I would suggest and that's kind of what you need to be thinking, especially at your age. You've got a whole lot of time ahead of you. You know, it's finite, but it's, you, compared to a lot of people, you got a whole lot of time ahead of you. Get on the right path right away and don't fall into a ditch right away. That's what I can say for that. So that's my answer for that question. So <clears throat> the next question that I have, another question I can ask you here is, what is the best investment going to be for the next 10 to 20 years? And you're like, so I was like, whoa, that's a pretty heavy question. And it's a classic question. Get this question all the time. Like what's the best stock to hold for the next 10 years? What's the next best stock to hold for the next five years? I wanna buy a stock that I just wanna buy it, forget about it, come back 20 years, it's gonna be worth a million bucks. What's that stock? What's that investment opportunity? It's a classic question. And the reality is, it's really hard to predict. I can't tell, I couldn't tell you. I honestly have no idea what the best investment opportunity is gonna be. I don't know what, I don't know what that it stock is gonna be that's gonna propel us to millions and billions of dollars. The reality of investing is, is it's hard enough, like when you're making an investment decision, you're basically trying to predict the future. You're trying to make an educated guess about what's gonna happen in the future and what businesses and what companies or what sectors or what parts or countries are gonna be you know, creating wealth and ultimately have that reflected in their equity prices and their share prices. It's a hard question to answer. It's hard enough to answer this, this type of question. It's hard enough to figure out what a company is gonna do 10 minutes from now literally to figure, then figure out what a company is going to do 20 minutes from uh, tw you know 20 years from now you know those those companies that are going to be dominating the the landscape in 20 they're probably not even like they haven't even been probably created they're probably just sitting somewhere in a in, a, in the mind of a two-year-old um, ready to explode ready to blossom so it's an interesting question and the industry does a really good job of trying to pretend that they know the answer and will give you umpteenth different types of predictions and, and commentary and interpretations and analysis of what will be this you know what will be the dominant investment opportunities and you know in the future the reality is they have no idea nobody has any idea and 
you know, we can just sit here and try to figure stuff out. We really don't have any idea. Now, have it, now having said all that, we still got to make investment decisions, right? We still, you know, we got money here saved up. We want to, we want to grow it for me. We got to put it in something. We got to buy some stocks. We got to buy some ETFs maybe. How the heck do we figure it out? Now the industry does, the investment industries will throw to, throw at in our face all kinds of wonderful models, equipment, Bloomberg terminals, all kinds of technology saying, you know what, we have all the algorithms, we can, we can figure all this stuff out. And for the average investor, they, the person think, we think that, you know, oh my God, I need to have a Bloomberg terminal, I need to have like five computer screens running at the same time, running algorithms and all that stuff that are gonna tell me what stocks to buy and sell. You know what, from my experience, you don't need any of that. A lot of it is just asking some really basically simple questions. Because when you look at investing, invest, what is investing? Investing is about taking a pool of money and allocating it to a business, a company, a sector, you know, if you're going to ETF environment, that we think are gonna create wealth in the future. They're gonna generate profits and cash flow and intangible wealth in the future. So when we're trying to figure out what are these businesses that are gonna do that in the future, I like to come back really down to first principles because you know what? The answer to that question of what are these kind of businesses that we should be investing in often sit in our house, in our condo. One of the things, and I call these the pillars of investing. So when I ask, when I try to figure out, if you're trying to figure out what kind of stocks or companies you want to invest in, you really need to ask yourself a question, what kind of things do I need or do we need as a society that we need on a constant basis, on a daily basis to live, to maintain our quality of life, to maintain our, you know, our joy and appreciation and survival. Um, just getting through, surviving and living. What do we need? What are the core pillars? What are the core drivers of things, of stuff and services that we need? And when you break it down to really pure basic elements, what are they? We need to eat. We need to have clothes. We need to be clothed to protect us from the weather. We need a roof over our head. And, you, and we need to be able to get from point A to point B. Food, clothing, shelter, transportation, health. We want to stay alive. Food is kind of that plays into that, but you know, medicine, we need things to help us function. Those are your core, what I call the pillars of investing. And I teach this in my everyday, it's one of my modules in my everyday investing course. How to just sit there and figure out what are the core things we need on a day-to-day -day basis. Because think about it, if we need to eat every day, I need to go to a grocery store, I need to buy food. So there's constantly gonna be demand for food. So now figure out what are the companies in that food chain, food chain. Think about that. Think about those companies. I need shelter, so I need a house. I need furniture. I need electricity. I need landscaping. If I, have a, if I have a house. What are the companies around that domain? Because chances are, those are the type of companies that are consistently gonna be in demand. There might be little peaks and little valleys, but they're consistently gonna be in demand. And ultimately you just wanna figure out, okay, where are the best companies that do all these things? Because chances are these are the best companies that are gonna be generating profits and generating wealth. And chances are those stock prices are gonna appreciate over long periods of time. So figuring out what a company is gonna do 10 years from now or 20 years ago is really a lot of effort into nothing. It's not gonna get you anywhere because you don't know. We don't know what the future is, but we do know as people, as humans, we need things. 
We need to eat. We need to have clothing. We need shelter. We need to be able to get around. What are those companies, what identify those core businesses out there that do that and do it really, really well and buy a basket of those stocks. And cause, so you see where I'm going here? You don't need sophisticated databases. You don't need to be running queries. You don't need a Bloomberg terminal to figure out what great companies are out there. They're all around us. Just look in your house and you'll see them. They'll jump in your face. So once you've figured out those companies, now just because you've, hey, I need to buy food, so I'll go buy like, you know, uh, Loblaws or, uh, you know, Safeway stock or whatever. You still need to do, because it's a food stock and so therefore it's going to make money in the future. You still need to do some due diligence once you identify these companies. And this is where you got to start asking questions. You got to start answering some questions about the business and evaluating the business. And this is where what I do in my module, my everyday investing uh, course, I essentially teach people to develop, I tell people develop a framework. And it, the framework, it really revolves around asking eight fundamental questions. Every time I look at a company, every time I'm analyzing a stock, I ask these eight questions. And if I can answer these eight questions, I should have a pretty good comfort level of what I think this business is gonna be like and whether I wanna buy it, or if I, if I currently own it, whether I wanna get out of it. So I teach people these, these eight questions. And so if you go to my website, you can take a look at it and uh, there's more information about the courses and all that stuff on uh, that. But it's about asking those kind of questions. So the question about what's gonna be there in the future, really hard to predict. But I do know what people need right now. And I can frame an investment, I can identify opportunities from that and use them as my initial screen to, do, to ask more detailed questions. And they're not complicated questions. They're actually very simple questions. Again, the industry wants to make everything very complicated. Look at ratios, look at those. A lot of times it's just plain English. It's really easy to understand. And as I said, I teach this stuff. And if you go on my website, actually I blog every month. The decisions I make, investment decisions I make, I blog them every month. And a lot of times when, I'm about, when I uh, decide to buy a new stock, um, I answer those eight questions and I blog them. I, I, I explain them, I try to answer them. And when you, if you go on my website and read a few of these posts, you'll say, you know what, this is not that bad. A lot of people get really intimidated about investing. Think, oh, spreadsheets, numbers, all that. Yeah, to a certain point, but a lot of times it's just answering very simple questions. We overcomplicate things a lot of times. Psychology gets in the way also quite a bit uh, as we frame our investment decisions. And I teach that, I teach people how to deal with their emotions and stuff like that too. Very important. There's a lot of biases out there that really screw with our minds when we make investment decisions. So, my answer to the question again, don't focus on what's gonna happen 20 years from now. Focus on the now, the short term, the medium term. Look around your universe right now. Look at what the core, identify core businesses that you think that we need on a daily basis. Not, you know, the hot fad industry, businesses industry. Forget about that. What are the core? What do, what do you need to survive? And identify companies that are very good at helping us do that. That's your first little screen. That's really where you need to be your focus on. Okay, so that's a couple of questions there. As I said, I get all these kind of questions. I like to do, actually what I'm planning to do is do um, more of these on a more regular basis. Just answer people's questions and hopefully give people some, con uh, some insight, some focus, some perspective. Um, that they could use to help take some action on their own. 
Um, if you have any questions, again, if you want to hit me with some questions, you hit it through my uh, website, www.sageinvestors.ca. Just hit me through the contacts page, send me an email, boom, I'll be happy to answer uh, any questions you have or anything that I talked about today with respect to the questions I've deal, dealt with today. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. My handle is at Sage Investors. And as I said, I'm on there commenting on and sharing all kinds of interesting uh, investment information that I, that I come across that I actually use for my own decision-making purposes. Um, and also uh, I, I tweet out my, uh, my, uh, my, my own investment decisions in real time. And if you follow the hashtag trade trades 2017, you can see all of trade all my investment decisions that I made uh, for 2017. So love to hear from you. I invite you to check out the website. If you have any questions about the uh, this episode, feel free to shout through there. Uh, that's all I got for you this week. Yeah, I think that's all I got for you this week. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, I think we're all good. So that's been another episode. This has been another episode of Stock Talk. My name is Amon Reina, and again, I'm an investment coach and the founder of Sage Investors. And thanks for joining. Thanks for listening in. Tell your friends. Hit the like button or something like that. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you again another time. Take care. Cheers.